What's up? Welcome to the Double A Podcast. I am Aaron. I am Ashley. So, <laughs> we're going to do something a little bit different this this time. <laughs> this is sort of like a, not really a Christmas episode. Sorry. It's okay. Use your cough button next time. I don't have a cough button. Oh. Do I have a cough button? No, you don't. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so, this is a little bit different episode. Um, we recently watched Home Alone, which happens to be, would you say, your favorite? All time. All time favorite? Movie. Movie, just period? Uh, or Christmas movie? I'd say both. Both. But you only really I watch on, it Yeah, I only watch it at Christmas. I feel like I'm yelling at myself. Here, I can turn it down a little. I just noticed the last couple episodes, everything was really low. So I'll just bring it up and post, I guess. Cool. Cool. Um, so your all-time favorite movie, definitely your favorite Christmas movie. Yes. I've watched it no less than okay. 30 times this year. Tell me something. Like, that's not over-exaggerating. <laughs> okay. Tell me something, though. <laughs> I know I've always known you've loved this movie. You told me, hey, I'm going to watch Home Alone a lot. And I'm like, yeah, you always do. Yeah. You have watched it more this year. Because I didn't have both last year. I just had one. So now I like watch one yeah, after both. the other. What do you mean? Home Alone 1 and 2. Lost you, in New York City. We've owned it. It's been on like, we have it on Blu-ray. Well, I bought it on Google Play. Okay. <laughs> so that's the only reason why you've watched it more this year? I guess it's year. more easily accessible. Okay. And I've noticed you have it on a lot, but you're not really like watching it. Yeah, it's just like you on can quote it without watching it. What is it about Home Alone? I think it's the nostalgia. Mm -hmm. Nostalgia. Do you remember I don't watching know. it as a kid? Yeah. Yeah. It was just, I don't know, especially Lost in New York. I mean, I love both of them. I think I love yeah. the first one more. But at, out of every like second movie there is, Home Alone to Lost in New York is the best. A lot of sequels don't work yeah. out. Especially sequels, a sequel. That's the word. A sequel that is really reusing a lot of the same ideas from mm -hmm. the first. It's really the first movie just all over again. Yeah. Just set in a different place. Yeah. So normally when you do stuff like that, that just doesn't work. Oh, but it, it does. So we're talking specifically this week about Home Alone mm -hmm. 1. The OG Home Alone. Um, and what we thought would be kind of fun is to watch the movie and take notes. Now, I had to probably take more notes than you did because you've watched this so many times yeah. that you have this like ready to fire. But I took about six pages of notes because we thought it'd be interesting to look at it from the perspective of the, the parents. parents and the fact that we're going to be parents hopefully soon. And okay, first off, I guess is like we get it. It's a movie. Yeah. Right. And we are not like ever going to bash a mother in real life. You know what I mean? Like we're never going to be like, you shouldn't have done that. I can't believe it. You know? Right. So right. this is very, it's fictional. Right. So it's only because we're doing it with That's, this family that is not real. Like we wouldn't right. critique somebody else's parenting. I mean, not on a podcast. Not we ever. might we might talk about stuff like Well, yeah. I like there's a difference between yeah. um if I see somebody in the store and I feel like they're not handling their child correctly, I probably won't say anything to them. No. But like I would totally say to you like, "Hey, I think when we have kids, we should do this differently." And I think that's pretty normal. Yeah. But so it's like, yeah, that might be kind of judgmental, but we wouldn't do that. I wouldn't come on the podcast and be like, you'll never believe this this lady by the name of so-and-so who does this. I would never do that. Yeah. But since it's fictional characters, we're going to play along. We're going to, we're going to, what is this? What is it? We're going to, I had it critique. in my head. We're going to bring all of her flaws into the light and. I don't remember. Never mind. Just carry on. Okay. I had it in my head. Will it come my to you eventually? going off. Okay. You're too popular. I am popular. Mm -hmm. Don't make me start singing. All about popular. <laughs> um, okay. So that this was is, Aaron singing. <laughs> this is basically going to be future parents critique the parents of Home Alone. Home Alone. Roll the intro. Okay. Okay. So, Where do we want? Do we actually want to start, start at the beginning, at the beginning. Of the movie? Okay, good. Because the beginning explains a lot about how I feel Kate McAllister is. Okay. Because she probably works. I mean, they live in this 
fancy schmancy house. I would imagine house. so. I feel like she might be like a clothing designer based on all the dummies in the basement. Good. And good she call had out. A, a dummy in mm-hmm. her bedroom too. Mm-hmm. So they're called she mannequins. Pro- yeah, but mannequins. That's fine. <laughs> I'm having a hard time because a, a dummy today. is a ventriloquist. So, <laughs> okay, so she probably works. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Everybody's stressed at Christmas. They have all their extended she, family there. She has five kids herself. Mm-hmm. Her brother-in-law, who's in butthead, mm-hmm. we'll get to him, and his wife and all their kids. Plus, her other brother-in-law's kids are there. There's like 20 people mm. in her house, it, like probably more. I have never counted. Mm. There's a ton of people in her house. She's getting ready, plus her. She's getting herself ready, her husband ready, and her kids ready to go to Paris mm-hmm. for Christmas, where she's going to be with other in-laws. So we're setting up a stage so, for yeah. chaos, right? She's probably what? exhausted. Mm-hmm. She is exhausted. You can tell in one scene I wrote it down. Um, but so I get it. Like, I mean, I I get all the stress behind her that's like right. this is what's leading up to her being stressed. Mm-hmm. Kids are fighting. She has Kevin McAllister for a son, mm-hmm. and he's adorable and he can do no wrong. Just kidding. Well, I mean, we'll he can, but he's so cute. Um, I wrote down at the very beginning that, so like sometimes when we're watching TV, we watch with like the closed captions on mm-hmm. because especially when we watch a lot of British shows, we have a hard time understanding what they're saying. So sometimes the closed captions get turned on and they just stay on. Yeah. Like it, it's I not because either of captions. us are deaf, but I've actually noticed a couple of things that they said that you don't quite hear mm-hmm. because of the captions. It's funny. But I noticed the very first thing you hear from this family and that what the caption says is just yelling. Yeah. And I'm like, that's exactly <laughs> like the beginning of the chaos. Like you're yeah. describing is just, just, there's all this stuff going on mm-hmm. and there's too many people. It's confusing. Yeah. It's chaos. It's chaos. So she starts off her scene. She's in her room. She's on the phone with her sister. She uh, she's got Kevin coming in complaining he has he can't watch a movie. Uncle Frank says he can't watch a movie, and it's not even rated R. It's not even rated R. And she says um, it must be pretty bad if Frank says you can't watch it. So then he crawls up on the bed on top of her luggage Mm -hmm. and uh, she says, Kevin, get down or I'm on the phone. Uh, I think she says, Kevin, get down. She says, I'm on the phone. Right. And he says, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets on the bed and she says, Kevin, get down. And he Mm -hmm. says, hang up the phone and make me. Why don't you? I, I wrote that down and underlined it. Yeah. Hang up the phone and make me. Why don't you? To which, so what does she say to that? She just rolls her eyes and says, says this nothing. kid. She talks, Did she say She anything? says, this oh, okay. kid. I wrote down that she says nothing. She doesn't say anything to him. That. She yeah, says it on him. the phone. Who's still on the phone with her sister. So then she hangs up the phone with her sister and the husband comes out and is like, have you, or I think he might even still do this while she's on the phone. He says, do you have a voltage adapter? And she's like, I didn't have time for that. So another point that she's stressed and has got a lot of stuff mm-hmm. to do. And everyone's asking her to do stuff. Because the dad's a giant baby too. And he needs to be taken care of. <laughs> so anyway. I so she's stressed. I get it. But mm-hmm. probably yeah. she should have disciplined Kevin more thoroughly instead of just rolling her eyes and being like this kid. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know why that hit me because I like underlined it. And it's like. I just feel like if my kids said that to me, mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay. And I'd, ha- I'd be like, I gotta, I gotta go. go. Yeah. Hang up. Because she, who's she talking to? Her sister. Her sister. So that was who they were about to go see? No, they okay. were gonna go see his parents. His, then, yeah. his brother. Like if, other brother. If they were calling his, if they were calling them to like set up arrangements, I can understand yeah. why you wouldn't get off the phone. But at that point, it'd be like, hey, I need to deal with this kid. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm gonna hang up the phone and make you. Yeah. So, I mean, I get both. I get both sides because right. Kevin, there's one part where he was like, yeah, I get crapped on. And he, he, he really does. does get crapped he does. on. He's the youngest out of like five. Every every single sibling, when they talked to him during that 10 seconds, mm-hmm. called him some type of name. Mm-hmm. 
uh, nobody will help him pack. He's stressing because he's never had to do it before. Mm -hmm. So that's when he does the jumping up and down thing. Like, when I grow up and get married, I'm living alone. (laughs) I grew up that down too. I said, when I grow up and get married, I'm living alone. And then I put in quotations and I put me. So I used to tell my mom that I was going to grow up and get married and be a mountain man (laughs) up in the mountains by myself. So very similar idea to that. Yeah. Um, So people are mean to him. Yeah. Uh, Even even Uncle Frank. Okay. And here's the uh, next segue. So, okay. Backing up. Buzz tells him he's going to feed him to his tarantula. He calls him. You know, I wouldn't, he, okay, so Kevin asks Buzz if he could sleep with him because Fuller wets right. the bed. Right. And so who would want to sleep with a bed wetter? Not me. So. <laughs> I wouldn't. So he uh, asked Buzz very politely, like, Buzz, can I sleep mm-hmm. in your room? And I can't repeat what all Buzz says because he's a jerk. He's pretty much a future serial killer, right? Probably. Like the way that he's has such a strange fas- fascination with like when he's describing the guy with the shovel. Yeah. And all and, that. It's like, yeah, that's another thing. He tries to scare Kevin with that. He won't let him even right. sleep in his room. Mm-hmm. It's just, he's so mean. And then the other sister's like, you're what the French call les incompetents. I would just, if I were the parents of these children, that's my oldest son, right? Yeah. I would be far more concerned about what he's doing than what little eight, nine-year-old Kevin seven. is. Seven, seven yeah. Like some of the stuff that Buzz is into is mm-hmm. like deeply concerning. Yeah. And it's probably going on too long now. There's nothing they can do about it. But it's like they're so concerned about Kevin saying that when he go- grows up and gets married, he wants to live alone. Yeah. That they're missing the little serial killer in training. In <laughs> And that's probably too judgmental. But hey, fictional characters, whatever. But it's like you can just tell that they're, his parents are not paying attention to yeah. him and everything that he's doing. Yeah. Or they are and they, they don't think care. it's okay. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. And I think anyway. at that point, yeah, just whatever so we we then go into the kitchen after the pizzas are delivered and before we get into the kitchen with the pizza can i just say who is letting strangers into their house yeah who opened the door for the cop even with a cop i i just think that if if somebody told me hey a cop is at the door i'm not going to tell him just let him in and i'll get to him when i can yeah everything stops nobody knew he was there none of the adults knew so like but somebody had to let him in probably one of the kids yeah probably so one of the kids probably let him in but at that point there's a cop in your house you probably need to pay attention to it yeah but i guess that just goes into the column of they're just not very attentive during chaotic situations because i think there's some stuff later on that i kind of realized that we'll get to but like during a chaotic situation they're just not paying attention Mm -hmm. like they should which is when it matters the most yeah anyway so yeah that that and the pizza guy then like the cop cop just lets the pizza guy in (laughs) and it's like you don't let other people into my home and then uncle frank took the pizzas from the pizza guy and was like oh my brother will pay for it he takes them into the kitchen you want to talk about uncle frank for a bit Yes, that's where I was going next. So the pizza, they're eating the pizza. Kevin wanted just a cheese pizza. And I'm not saying buy a cheese pizza just for Kevin. But if all the kids know that Kevin only likes cheese pizza, Mm -hmm. they should be polite enough to save him at least one slice. Maybe that's too millennial of me. I don't care. No, no. But when you are a parent. Yeah. Make sure that all your children get fed. Yeah. Like that is that is job number one is like feed them. Mm-hmm. Job number two is make sure they have clothes and then it's like keep a roof over their head and then you start like with other stuff. Yeah. But it's like the one thing they absolutely positively 100% need is food. Yeah. And so you just spend all that money making sure all of your privileged other people are all taken care of and you didn't think but about Buzz your youngest son. But Buzz is the son. one that ordered the pizzas. But still, like it's still your responsibility to make sure yeah. that your kids are fed. Yeah. And I think that if then you discover that all your other kids purposely made it to where Kevin couldn't eat the one thing he he wanted to eat, or even maybe could eat, he just yeah. didn't want to eat like meat and all. Maybe it's bad on his stomach, like whatever yeah. the case may be. Then it's like you should be looking at that kid and say, "What is wrong with you? Why would yeah. you do that to your brother?" Like, no, okay, I got to try to figure out something. What else can we? It's not his fault. It's not like he said. 
it's not like he said, I'm not eating anything else but yeah, this. It's he, like he said he knows I don't like every, sausage and yep. onions and everybody went into this situation knowing and they did that to him on yeah. purpose. That's like that's mean. That's mean. I mean, see, see now I, Buzz to me feels like the kind of guy who's out in the backyard torturing animals. Like <laughs> because he's torture he's literally torturing his own siblings. Yeah. I just and that's I scary. feel like all of the like yeah, at the end they all hug and stuff, but even I'm fast forwarding, even when they were in Paris and Kevin was home by himself, Buzz didn't still didn't care. Yeah. The sister did. She mm. was like, "Don't you care that he's home alone?" He's like, "No." Yeah. But that's anyway, yeah, we'll get to Gosh, the end. I got a lot I, to say about the I end. I just, I can't handle um, people being mean to okay, just little so, kids. And I know, I know that Kevin is probably a little turd and oh, yeah. he's a little brother. Well, speaking of, but, like, he, he pushes Buzz, right? Yeah, he pushes Buzz because right. Buzz starts acting like he's going to throw up the cheese pizza, mm -hmm. which, yeah, you throw, pretend to throw up in my face a uh, regurgitated we'll food. Happens. I'm going to push you too. <laughs> so he pushes Buzz. Makes a mess, spills milk on the passports and the on the passports and the um, airplane ticket. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Frank stands up and says, "Look what you did, you little jerk." Mm. Now, I love my in-laws. I love my brother. I love everybody that I'm mm -hmm. related to, married, not whatever. But if anybody at a family function mm -hmm. stands up and says, look what you did, you little jerk, mm -hmm. to my child, yep. we're gonna have problems. Yeah. None of them would. Well, we'll, let's, we'll let's, just go. Let's put that out there. Nobody would do that. But if they did, mm -hmm. we're gonna have words. We'll just go on the record here. If any family is currently <laughs> listening, when we have children, let us discipline our children. Mm -hmm. Now, if the child is about to grab onto the hot stove, yeah. pull them away, smack their hand, like no. do well, whatever you need to do to get them away so pull they don't them hurt away. themselves. Don't hit my kid. Pull them away. Do that. Like that's fine. If they're kicking on some other kid or punching mm -hmm. them, like pull them aside. Like that's fine. But if they just do something that you don't like or you don't approve of, or they yeah. use a word you don't approve of, you come Especially tell me. Especially if we're in the room. Like, Even if I'm not in the room. Like, no, but I'm saying they were, the both of the parents were in the room. Mm -hmm. And Frank and Leslie were in the room. Yep. And so instead of the, she had said, what's wrong with you? Mm -hmm. uh, the mom said, what's wrong with you? And then he stood up and said, look what you did, you little jerk. Like, and no one said, no. excuse me, Frank, yeah. we, we got this. We got this, yeah. We, we'll handle this, thank so you. So then like, after he says, look what you did, you little jerk, one of his brothers says, Kevin, you're such a disease. Mm -hmm. And he's like, shut up. And then he says something else. So they call him another name. Mm -hmm. So like, there's like 30 yeah. people in this kitchen and, then, and they're all ganging up on Kevin. And then the mom says, there's 15 people yeah. in this house and you're, you're the, the one, one making, only trouble. one making yep. trouble. Yep. Gosh, and I just like, cry it's no right wonder. now. <laughs> it's no wonder this kid then like cracks back, uh, calls her a dummy, right? Yeah, upstairs, which yeah, I don't agree with that, but... Yeah, so she decides to send him upstairs. Yeah, she says, say goodnight, Kevin. Goodnight, Kevin. <laughs> goodnight, Kevin, which is hilarious. So it is hilarious. I'd probably laugh at that if that were my I mean, kid. Like, oh, you're kind of sarcastic. The situation's <laughs> so off the rails at this point. Yeah. That, like... And I get it. Like in the movie, this is like supposed to be kind of off the yeah. rails because that sets everything up. But it's just like I, I almost still just feel like there's almost a little bit too much realism in it, though. Yeah. And anybody who's been like a younger sibling of anybody can kind of relate, even if none of that yeah, ever like, really happened. I have a younger you know? sibling, and I know mm -hmm. I, pro I, no, I don't need to say probably. There <laughs> were times that I was mean to him, but there are also times he was mean to right. me. So I get right. both sides. Right. So, but like, I don't know. I don't think I ever, when <clears throat> when he was in trouble, I never mm -hmm. stood up and was like, yeah, you're a disease. Right. I never, mm -hmm. <clears throat> you don't kick somebody when they're down. Because mm -hmm. you've been in trouble <laughs> yourself too and you understand. Yeah, I mean, he probably does that to me. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> but I wouldn't do it to him because I was the good child. I was the good child. Um, So we got a bunch of signs of very inconsistent discipline yes. in this home correct yes so then kate takes him upstairs and to the second floor because there's three floors because it's a brilliant house. house oh my gosh there's 
technically like four floors because yeah. there's a basement. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, she takes them upstairs to the second floor, opens, the, or they're at the door for the attic, which I love that attic so mm-hmm. much. Every time I watch it, I'm like, I would do that. I would decorate it so different. It would be so pretty. But um, she was like, get upstairs. And he's like, I am upstairs, dummy. Yeah, that's where he goes, dummy. And uh, <sighs> at that point, I'd be like, pop. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but there's but, so many things that led up to this point yeah, that it's like. He's lashing out irrationally. <clears throat> this I get would, it. It just wouldn't have gotten to this point no. had you been consistent in disciplining all your children mm-hmm. the same way. Now, I'll take this moment to say this is, I think this is going to be an interesting thing to listen back to later yeah. once we have kids. And I want to kind of do something similar to this like each year. Yeah. So like, okay, we have a child now. So how does this all, like, are we as judgmental towards them? But it's like, but as of right now, this is how I feel about them. That it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like it isn't even about this thing that's happening to them right now. It's all these little things that led them to where yeah. they are now to where it's almost like you feel bad for them because it's like they're too far gone yeah. down this path that none of their kids respect them. Yeah, Buzz is going to be a criminal. <laughs> And it might be too late. And that's sad because yeah. they could have nipped a lot of this in the bud yeah. so early on. So then Kevin says, um, everybody in this family hates me. Mm-hmm. And the mom immediately, without even thinking, responds with, maybe you should ask Santa for a new family. Now, I'm not a mom. <laughs> My kids, it'll be a few years before my kids are talking. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine like a kids response will, to kids this. Kids will say some hateful things. If my too, kids right. ever say my family hates me, uh-huh. I can 100% guarantee right. my res- my immediate response mm-hmm. will not be, maybe you should ask Santa for a new family. It should be more <laughs> like, it should be more like, hey, that is not fair. That's yeah. you know that's not true. But if you didn't act out so much, maybe people would want to hang around you more. Yeah. Like that would probably be a little bit better way of saying it. Even I feel though, like even that, it's not all his what, fault. That what his... you don't want to do is like sit them down and be like, you know, that's not true. Like and get offended, but like no, you don't want to get offended by it because offended. kids say things that but they don't maybe really mean. Be like, well, let's talk about like why you feel that way. What's happening right now? Which it depends uh, on the circumstance. Yeah, like right. why do you feel yeah. like your brothers and sisters mm-hmm. hate you? Well, they call me names all the time. They just called. They just you know were puking in my face. They mm-hmm. were just calling me. And then maybe if- the calling me names yeah and, uh, just oh. and maybe if you got that context she'd be like you know what hang on let me mm-hmm. go march downstairs and talk to them you go to bed we need to diffuse this whole situation i will go get you a cheese pizza like what you know whatever the yeah. case may be or but I'll it's make like you something yeah like you make sure that he understands well you played a part in this too but so i'm now, gonna go hand handle the I other i never kids. realized that kevin went to bed without dinner yeah that's yeah. sad didn't feed their own child <laughs> So didn't sad. feed their own child and all they saw was that he was being a little jerk that's all that they saw because again they're in chaos mode and they're he was so staying excited. up too late because he was like they're, pizza pizza's here they're staying up too late they have too many people in their homes to they can't keep track of everybody they're eating carbs way too late <laughs> they're eating oh somebody uh somebody wrote this down um, carbs way too late. I'm trying to see if I took a screenshot of it. So I was looking up some things on on Reddit about Home Alone, like some fun facts about it. And one of them was like, okay, that was like 10 pizzas and there's 15 people. And they did the math and it's like eight slices per person if it's like a standard style pizza. And it's like, why did they order so many pizzas? Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't make sense at all. So and and like you said, like Buzz most likely ordered the pizzas. So yeah, that kind of makes what sense. He, wanted, yeah. he ordered like what he thought he wanted, especially since he ate an entire cheese pizza. Maybe not if all by himself. If he even ordered but... it, like there's no proof that there was actually right. a cheese pizza. Oh, that's a good point. He could have been lying. 
I didn't think about that. He could have even been lying that up. he did order a cheese yeah, pizza. So they asked him to go call. They knew he wanted a cheese pizza, so he purposely didn't do it. Or, that makes more sense than him eating the entire cheese pizza before he got there. They're actually he did order a cheese pizza. Mm-hmm. He ordered a couple of cheese pizzas. Kevin didn't actually look around at all the pizzas. He just he did only looked like in a, a couple. Yeah. 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 So I mean, there could have been a cheese pizza right behind Buzz, and he's messing with him. Yeah. And then Kevin's up there alone at night without without food. food. So that like they're parenting one hundred and one. <sighs> now we could debate about whether or not you should be feeding your kids pizza, but <laughs> occasionally, be hashtag yes. keto. we don't know how mu- how often they eat pizza. No, like yeah. it could honestly be like a very she, rare she thing. She said, "I hope you're drinking the milk. I need to get rid of it." So they had probably already right. gotten rid of a lot of food because they knew it would go bad. So they just did something easy. Just, yeah, I yeah. definitely wouldn't necessarily judge that because we don't know. But I'd like y'all to know at this juncture that I did take notes, uh-huh. but then I lost all of them. So all of this is from memory. Okay. Yes. And that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I have about six pages of notes here. I uh, just want y'all to two. know how awesome I am quoting um, and everything. So, okay. Yeah. So let's, I guess, skip forward to the morning or unless you have more in between there. That's kind of all um. that happens at night. Other yeah. than the power going out, yeah, and have a it was battery a backup. Wish for ha- your yeah. Well, I do and like then the that. second one. Sorry, the second one. He completely just unplugs it himself. Yeah, I'm not talking about the second one, but I'm just saying, if uh-huh. you're, I understand the circumstances where the storm happened to right. where it knocked out the power. Mm-hmm. But again, battery operated for the second one. Fifteen people in this house, and nobody woke up before eight a.m. Are you kidding me? Uh-huh. There's like little kids. I realized, so something I I wrote actually later, but it fits here. I I wrote this, that I just realized that throughout the whole course of this movie, from Kevin's perspective, they just disappeared. Yeah. And it was his Christmas wish. Yeah. And and it kind of, even the movie kind of makes it seem like his, he was getting his Christmas wish because of like the magic music starts playing and all of a sudden the branch falls and it goes out. So good. Uh, John Williams. John Williams. Mm-hmm. Telling you what. Yep, he is the best composer for movies ever. I said it. Um, but yeah, like in his mind, he has no idea. Because he's like, they couldn't have left at the airport. Their cars are still yeah, here. Yeah, so the, in, all the way up to where his mom shows up, spoiler alert, his and mom same, shows up in the end. He thinks that they literally same disappeared. Same for the second, too, because he he's, he's back at, at the second one. He's back at the Christmas tree talking to the tree to get the... He was like, if I could take it back, I would. Does he wish in the second? Anyway, yeah, we shouldn't be talking about the Sorry. second one. Anyway, okay, Maybe so they slept year. in. Um, I think here's another thing that they need to work on. So maybe if they would have planned a little more appropriately, went to bed a little earlier. Who, if you go to bed at a normal, reasonable time, I'm saying before 10 p.m., which I think is pretty late sometimes, mm-hmm. who would ever, the entire 15 people in this whole house, yeah. would sleep until 8 without waking up once? Because he had said before, we need to be up at, or we need We're to leave the home at 8. eight so sharp. when they knock on the door, it's 8 a.m. Yep. And so everybody, Frank, his wife, all of their kids, Buzz, these parents who, if they're, if they're as rich as they seem, have got to be go-getters. So you know that especially the father's probably up pretty dang yeah. early every morning, like, Hitting the stock markets or whatever it is he does, or the black markets, probably. <laughs> There's a whole theory of, that doctor. he's like a mobster or something. Yeah, like or his, he's a first, his first words are, am I under arrest or something? <laughs> yes, I love that. You don't get that rich and not work hard. Yeah. You know, like, I, so I feel like there's some hustle somewhere here. I think there's hustle from both of them. Like yeah. I said, oh, that's, and that's probably part of the problem, though. That was something that I put too. Sorry. That's fine. When. Because I had said earlier, she's probably exhausted. She is exhausted. You can't have that many people in your house, I don't care, for even one day without being exhausted. Mm -hmm. So you can tell I looked right at her face Mm -hmm. when she closed the attic door, when Mm -hmm. she closed Kevin in, and she's just like... She just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. 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 Because she's exhausted. Because she's exhausted and there's chaos in her home. Yep. So don't let there be chaos in your home. Don't invite your in-laws. And don't be so exhausted. <laughs> just I have a way of bringing that back in the end. We'll get there. I'm just kidding, um, in-laws. Okay, so they're getting ready to to board the the bus, right? 
um, at this rate, we're going to pretty much be like a live commentary of the entire movie. No, we can skip no, just we, to the parents part. Yeah, we don't have to talk about Because when it gets them. to the traps yeah. and stuff, it kind of yeah. is what it is. But um, I just have a couple more things. So, it, yeah, I'll probably take over from there because I have... Good grief. I have a lot that occurred to me. Um, so I get that having getting your kids to help is a big thing, especially when you have a lot of kids. Happened in my family. Like, the older kids, all, they watched us. They did all of that. Um, because you kind of have to when you have that many kids. You have to, like, have have some of the kids on your side. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of what was happening when they're doing the head count. Like, you you're going to be in charge of the head count, yeah. right? But I think probably a better idea would have been, hey, they only have five kids. Now, for a lot of people, that's a lot. But for me, that's, that's like, three less than what we had. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, hey... You should be able to like keep your eye on five kids. So how about the parents? You all of my they kids are with me. They did that in the second one. They right. learned their lesson. They tried. <laughs> they did. Uh, it'll be interesting to go through the second one to kind of yeah figure. I think that there out. might be but a little bit less in the second. I one. think so. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Because like this um, one, they just counted, and then they're like, okay, half get into this one, and half get into that one. Right. So the people in this van thought Kevin was in this right. van. People in this van thought yeah. Kevin was in that van. So if so. it would have been more like, hey. Frank, you're responsible for your children. Mm-hmm. We'll be responsible for our children. Yeah, maybe do a head count, but also like yeah, put Frank, your eyeballs. You're actually in charge of something. Mm-hmm. You actually have a job to do. Gosh, I hate Frank. Frank. I don't like Ugh, Frank. I don't either. Does anybody like Frank? Raise your hand if you like well, Frank. Well, I think you're not supposed to like him, right? But I, I, what I dislike more is the fact that the parents don't stand up for their own no, children. No, yeah, but you, know? you shouldn't. Uncles should not talk to no. their nephews that way. Nope. Should not. Um, how do you feel about the and whole? And then, sorry. No, go ahead. Even when later on, when Kevin was talking to Santa mm-hmm. about like, oh, and you can bring my parents home, and the my brothers and sisters, and mm-hmm. my aunt Leslie, and my cousins, and if you have time, you can bring Uncle Frank. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so then like he doesn't even when like he comes down the stairs and he's like, I made my family disappear, and he hears all these things uh-huh. that people have said to him. I'm going to mm-hmm. feed you to my tarantula. You're such mm-hmm. a disease. You're what the French call les incompetents. It's like, no wonder he's excited that his family disappeared. I wrote down, as he remembers how mean his family is, Yeah, he smiles, thinking that they are gone forever. <laughs> Happy home. Because <laughs> yeah. in his mind, they're just gone. Yeah. Like, they may have just died. They no, may have gotten th- caught. They just disappeared. They may have gotten caught in, in Thanos' Infinity Snap. Yeah, that could have been. You know, like I'm that. sure that's what he was thinking. I'm sure. Um, how do you feel about when she was like, do Do you feel like a heel flying in first class with all the kids back okay, there? Okay, here's my thoughts for the, okay. th- the flight. Okay. Okay. The seatbelt sign goes off soon uh-huh. after. Soon Go check after, on your kids. Yeah, yeah, get up. You're on your way. How long is the flight from Chicago to France? Probably. Oh, long. Several, several, several hours. If yeah, do you want me? So to you mean to tell me, from okay, you're not gonna look it or look around. She does this in the second one too, and I know I'm bringing them both together, but <laughs> sometimes I get them mixed up. When she's like looking around, like really quickly, and then she it just, is a. To Paris, it's eight hours and ten minutes. Yeah. So. Okay. So eight hours and ten. Almost a whole day. Eight hours, ten minutes. That doesn't yeah. sound that long. Yeah. Anyway, so the seatbelt sign. We'll give it an hour. It takes mm-hmm. about an hour for it to go off, if that. Yeah. Usually, yeah. like thirty minutes. So thirty minutes. I get it. You're not getting up because you can't. But once that seatbelt sign goes off, you didn't go back and check to make sure that all the kids were okay and got seated yeah. fine. Yeah. You just sat up there and worried that, and she did that on the second one too. She's, she's so worried about her image of yeah, like she's putting lipstick on, I and, and I don't know if she's so worried about because she was like, "Do you think we're a heel for being in first class with the kids back there?" So she's not really concerned. I'm worried about the kids' experience. I'm worried about how I'm going to be perceived mm-hmm. by other people because yeah. my kids are in coach, yeah, and I'm in first class, like. I don't know if she's so worried about her kids or if she's worried about the appearance of it. I feel like if you're so worried, why don't you stand up and go ask them if they think if it's okay that they're in coach? And also, I don't even think that that thought should cross your mind because it's like you're flying your entire family to Paris. Well, the brother paid for it. Still. Yeah. Your entire family is being flown to Paris. Yeah. 
like that's already you're already like these people are not middle class these people are upper upper middle class maybe maybe not like millionaires but definitely upper class about millionaire upper class for sure yeah um and so it's like i don't I don't know why you'd be concerned about that. Yeah. It'd be like, yeah, my brother bought us tickets. He bought us first class because he wanted to treat us and he bought the kids coach, but they're going to be fine. They're in, they're already like, they'll be well, fine. Well, this is coming you know? from a woman that had time to make coffee and put on makeup, but she well, didn't have time to make sure all her kids right. were on the plane. What is her, just saying, what, what is her um solution to that? Let's say that he said, yeah, this, we probably shouldn't do this. Upgrade all there's them to no, first class. No, there's nothing you can do at that. Well, point. no, no. I'm just saying. Let's say there was. Oh. Is she saying that she wants all her kids to be in first class, or that or she, she should go back to coach? <laughs> I feel like what she's saying is he should have spent the extra money and gotten everybody first class, so we could all be together. I don't know about that because I don't know if she would go back to coach. I'm just wondering. I don't know. Even I when don't she know what did that was. realize it was Kevin, when okay. she's like, Kevin, let's talk about that. Even when she did realize that, did she then go back and um, check on her kids? Just yeah. to make sure. I'm assuming at that point she got up and went back. Well, it's about but, time. But what was it that made her finally think she that Kevin was? She had no reason to think Kevin wasn't I don't there know. because they did a head count. She said I that everybody was accounted all for. Along that you she think was she just knew that she just something? didn't see she him. Just, it was mother intuition. That's okay. what I think they want you to think okay. that it was mother's yeah. intuition. Well, if it was mother's intuition, maybe it should have kicked in yeah. earlier. Because it kind of not in yeah. the air, thirty five thousand feet. But you know why? Across an ocean. You know why it didn't though? Chaos. Chaos. There's just chaos in this family. Maybe this is not the way it is all year. In fact, I would wager that this is not how their family life is throughout the year. I think that be now I think like Buzz is always a jerk. Like they're always kind of probably being mean to yeah. Kevin. But I think because of everything going on, it just led to all this chaos. We just came through a time that I would contribute to chaos. Yeah. That it's like all these little things started being more important because we had big, bigger things going yeah. on. And it's like it just kind of expounds. So if you're not in a healthy place before the chaos happens, when the chaos does come, you're going to fall apart, which yeah. I think is what. And then as soon as there was a time for her to relax and calm down and yeah. for things to not be chaotic, that's when she realized, I haven't seen Kevin at all. And it wasn't just a like, like a, I should go back and check. It's just she yeah. knew right away. So I think you're right. I think she knew kind of subconsciously that he wasn't there, but she just up. didn't put it together. Yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. So let's talk about Kevin being home alone then. Hey, that's the name of this movie. Do we need to talk about that part though? Just a little bit. Okay. If it were me, I'm a very introverted person, right? I feel like I would be just fine. Great. Me too. <laughs> I'd be great. I would be Kevin in the very beginning. The yeah. freedom. Oh, yeah. I probably I love my family. I wouldn't miss my sibling. Like if I was if I was a kid his age and with my current family and they all left, I'd be like, This is so cool. Yeah. Like I probably wouldn't have wished the way he did for them all no. to leave forever yeah. and die. But he didn't say uh, die. He didn't say die. You're right. But anyway, he just, just said, stop existing. I wish my fam- family would disappear. Um but like I would be fine. I'd be like, this is really cool because especially in our family, you didn't really have a time when you were that alone. Yeah. Like we were very fortunate that we got rooms and stuff, and so we were able to have that time. But like generally, it was there was always people around, you know. Um, but I would totally do the things that a kid wants to do when, like, eat ice cream when jump you aren't on supposed the bed. to jump on. The, yeah, like that. All this stuff seems like really normal to me. Yeah. I don't think there's anything like there. Um, I was trying to see. Oh, I did want to say go back to the plane. So when when she's realizing that he's gone and she's and she's like, how do we do this? We're bad parents. And he's like, no, we're not bad parents. We, we just we didn't miscounted. Him. We didn't forget him. We just miscounted. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. you didn't count at all. Yeah, you had one of your other kids. Count. That was the niece. That was the that was one uh-huh. of the daughters from the guy that lived in Paris. So you didn't count anything. Yeah, and no, nobody miscounted because there was exactly the right amount. You just didn't look at your children. Mm-hmm. You didn't look visually and say, "There's that one. There's that one. And there's that one. And that one. That one." Because there's five. But. Like you didn't actually pay attention. Yeah. So some of this fault is still really on them. Yeah. For for not 
just not paying attention to their own <laughs> kids. Like everything in this is them. I feel like if they knew and took seriously some of the stuff Buzz was into and took seriously how Kevin felt and took seriously all the things that the other kids were saying to him, that none of this would happen. Mm-hmm. Like if they if they actually saw any of that happening and took notice and did something about it, none of this, we wouldn't yeah. be here. None of it would be here. So like pay attention. Pay I have attention. a side note. Okay. Okay, dear creepy shovel slayer yes. guy, old man. Yes. You don't want people to be creeped out by you, yet you're the creepiest man in the whole world. Like you stand in the dark and stare at people when mm-hmm. they come out of their house. You walk in with your hand bloody and bandaged and slam it down on the countertop. Yeah, yeah. And you <laughs> wonder why people are terrified why don't of people you. People like me. Yeah. Like. And then when he meets them and talks to him, he's like, "Oh no, I'm just a normal guy." And, yeah. I, and then from then on, he's completely yeah. normal every time you see him. And then yeah. it's like. Uh, so here's what I think is going on there. I think they're trying to exp- the same same thing with the uh, basement. Yeah, they're the trying heater. they're trying to show you Kevin's imagination. Mm-hmm. So I think that maybe the guy in real life is not that scary. It's just the way Kevin perceives yeah. him because he also perceives the stove as being having a Hello, monster face Kevin. and talking. Did you know that the stove says that? Yeah, I I didn't notice until I think last year when we watched it, and I was like, "Is this stove talking?" <laughs> And that's when I kind of realized, like, what they're doing is building up Kevin's imagination. Yeah, he's got this vivid imagination. Yeah, and so he's realizing I actually have a point of that towards the end. Yeah, but we'll get there. Uh, Anyway, but yeah, so I think like maybe technically he isn't that scary, and it takes Kevin kind of getting over that to realize, oh, maybe I was blowing this out of proportion. So I don't think he was that scary. The bloody hand thing, I don't know. You know, that was just weird, but. Um, let's see. So this is at the point where you're... Why didn't he have a smaller shovel going into that small trash can? He was only able to get like a tiny, tiny bit of sand yeah, on his shovel. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, that is weird. That's weird. Um, so we didn't forget him. Uh, And then Frank's like, well, if it okay. makes you feel any better, I forgot my reading glasses. Gosh, I hate Frank. Oh, Frank. Just stop talking about him. He makes me angry. Um... I wrote a couple real. more things down. And the sad part is there okay. are people like Uncle Frank. And then that right. just, ugh. Um, I've, I've seen people like that. I've seen people do that. And it's like, that's not okay. So it's like, that I think is why we look yeah. at Uncle Frank so like poorly. Because it's like, those people do exist. You see them all over the place. Um, okay, and so this is where. in the second movie, he calls Kevin a nosy little twerp. Yeah. Like, Frank, you just need to go. Like, obviously, you don't like being around my family. Like, nobody's happy in this situation. Let's let's go. Let's go. And then what dad would send Kevin into a, somebody? Never mind. Just yeah. forget it. Uh, that's the second movie. The We're second not talking time. about the second movie. Um, <laughs> they do really, like, compliment each other. They really could yeah. be, like, you can watch them back to back Oh, I do easy. all the time. I know. <laughs> um, okay, so this is where I am going to give some of the parents some benefit of the doubt starting at this point. So they're there. They've realized she's trying to, they're trying to find a flight back. And this is where I do feel at first I was kind of like the mom should have just been patient and waited and she would have gotten there at the same time they did. But I put myself in her shoes this time and I'm thinking, no, I would have exactly done that same thing. I get her waiting for standby, even though it turns out she shows up at the same time. But it's like, that was probably worth the shot because yeah. you never know. And then I even get like skipping to a different city because maybe there's a flight there, back yeah. there. But I feel like she probably didn't need to do that because they could have looked up on the computer because they even had computers at that point and said, well, don't bother going to Dallas because you won't be able to, there's no flights going from Dallas back to Chicago. So here's a better route. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like she probably didn't have to skip around as much, but I think that was just to create drama, you know? Um, and then I also wonder, if for any of those stops, the D- the Dallas stop, the mm-hmm. New York stop, whatever, how long would it have taken her to drive as opposed to keep on flying right. to these different... Yeah. She could have just rented yeah. a car. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what they she were, ended up doing. Well, yeah, they were in Paris. So you would have had to fly at least yeah. to the States Because she said, I've been to New York. I've been to yeah. Dallas. Where am I? Scranton. Yeah. Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, from Scranton to Chicago is 11 hours. I looked it up while we were watching. driving. Driving, and that's where hours. she. I I wanted to sit down and do all the math about like 
okay, what day was it when they left? Would she have showed up the time she yeah. did? But it's just it's you don't know work, how long so it was. Didn't. Yeah, yeah, because it's hard to tell exactly when they left. But I guess they um, did drive. Yeah. All Somebody night could then. probably do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like so Dallas. this is the part of the movie I really like though, um, because I like how Kevin starts acting like an so he gets all that out of his system. Yeah. Right, and he he does all the stuff that you would do as a kid, but then he starts acting like an adult and going grocery shopping and doing laundry, and sh- you know shaving and taking care of himself, like all the things that a normal functioning adult would do. And that's where I kind of feel like someone in that house was definitely emulating good behaviors mm-hmm. at some point. And I mean, those are pretty typical normal behaviors, but that's what makes me lean towards the fact that I think generally the family is probably not as chaotic as that. Yeah. And that would not have happened had all these other pieces not fallen in place. So it's like, because he's learning this from somewhere of like, they take care of themselves, yeah. you know, so that's good. And like, they clean it the looked kitchen. like he sort of knew how to do laundry. He yeah. knew how to go to the store and he knew how to be polite to people. He knew stranger danger, you know. Yeah, so it's not the like American Dental Association. Yes. <laughs> it's not like he's com- he's completely without some parental guidance. Right. I just think in this situation they were yeah. like they were not good at handling chaos. Um you know, stealing's wrong. Like I yeah. love that part Aww. where he's just like I'm a criminal. I'm a criminal. <laughs> He knows that, which that's not too hard to know that, hey, you shouldn't take something that doesn't belong to you, but. He's um, so cute. Yeah. Um, I, I think so, he's the most adorable little kid ever. So a lot of stuff, not not everything, but a lot of stuff is passed down from parents, right? Mm-hmm. Like genetics. Where did he get his smarts from? I mean, I guess his dad and, and probably his mom has to be pretty smart yeah. because, again, they're they're fairly well off. Yeah. So we got to assume that whatever industry they're in, they're pretty good at it. So I guess that's where he gets his smarts from because he's really smart. Like yeah. when you really look at some of the stuff he's doing, you're like, I wish I thought of some of this stuff yeah. because Especially I don't have with that all imagination. The traps yeah, with stuff. all the traps. Yeah. So it's like I at this point, really, as I was starting to think about it, I was like, I was kind of coming a little bit more around to the parents point of view and that this was just a situation they didn't handle very mm-hmm. well. And maybe not that they were horrible parents all the time, even though right. with Buzz and it everything. Didn't they, were probably, again too, they were probably before. not that attentive. I yeah. think that's the main the main And I thing. think there weren't I I don't know. Because we don't know. Okay. We don't know if they're just not attentive ever or if they're well, just not if, attentive when there's chaos. If Buzz is the way he is, yeah. I feel like it's a they're probably also busy at their jobs, making all the money they need to have that home. Mm-hmm. That that's kind of where their attentiveness, and yeah. then the chaos caused this to happen. But the lack of attentiveness was across the board, yeah. like the issue. Um, I love how bored they were in Paris watching "It's a Wonderful Life" because yeah. I hate that movie. <laughs> um, but that led me to the question: Why did they think that this would be a fun Christmas? To spend it in Paris, where you don't speak the language. Well, they were going to spend time with the brother. I get that. But it's like, to me, I'm still just like, can we come see you any other time? Yeah. For me, Christmas. Plus, they were taking the brother's kids back. Yeah. Because they were living with them. That That's also true. But I still just feel like Christmas is such a home holiday. Yeah. To me, like, I know people travel a lot. And a lot of people travel to go to what they consider home or like where they grew up and stuff like that. But for me, it's just such a place. It's such a anchoring holiday to like, this is our home and this is our family that at least they're spending it with family. I'll Mm -hmm. give them that. But it's like, I don't know why they didn't just say, hey, I understand you probably want us to have your kids back to you for Christmas. So let's come a couple weeks before Christmas, spend some time together. Then we're going to go back home and have Christmas I just, every time I think of Christmas morning, I just think of us coming down the stairs in our own home. I, I think there was probably maybe one or two Christmases in my entire life where we were not at our home. Mm-hmm. And that was because we went to Wisconsin one year. Did we go to Colorado one? I don't think it was for Christmas, but I think it was Wisconsin. It might have just been one that I remember, that mm-hmm. I recall. Every other Christmas, it was all about being home. So a lot of people, when they say like, oh, are you going anywhere for Christmas? I'm just like... Why would I do that? Like, <laughs> who does that? But I know people do. So no judgment there. But just no, for yeah. me, 
And I think that that speaks a lot in the very end. I'll get to it. I have a good note about that, but I just want to say that. Um, uh, let's see. I have another note that just says aftershave doesn't hurt that much. Um, <laughs> even if you just shaved, I guess is the implication that he just shaved, but it doesn't hurt that much. Um, hey, cashiers, maybe don't judge my purchases. Um, where she's like the I little army she... man, like, oh yeah, that is I was true. like, hey, no, don't. Oh, if I want to buy a little green army man, I can. But I do think it was more about him being a kid. They're I for get the that. kids. Yeah. Um. Doo -doo -doo. While going in a van of strangers is not a great idea. <laughs> in her shoes, I may have probably done the same. Yeah. I think if someone came up to me and I had to get home. Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, look, we'll take you. It might be dangerous, but I'd yeah. probably do it." So I was really giving them like I think from the time she Plus realized what John she did. Candy. So yeah. yeah. From the time she realized what she did to when she finally gets back to him, I think she was doing all the right things, mm -hmm. even though it turns out she didn't have to because she could have just waited for the flight. But she doesn't know that. Yeah. There's no way for her to, to look into the future like we can. Um, uh, okay. So this I'm kind of summing it up now. Okay. okay. So this is what I got from it. Kevin's lessons that he learned without his parents or his family. He learned courage. Mm -hmm. He overcame the basement, the robbers, scary old man, mm -hmm. all of that. He learned responsibility. He went grocery shopping. He Clean shoplifted. And he kind of learned that like, hey, I'm a criminal because it. So he learned yeah. like you're responsible for your actions, even though he didn't do anything to set that straight. But like he does in the second movie. But yeah, um, uh, yeah he cleaned the house. He did laundry, all of that. Um, he learned about grooming, which is great. Um, and facing, <laughs> I love and all my major crevices, which <laughs> I've never done before, but I, I he's never, enjoyed. he's never cleaned <laughs> between all, his toes ugh. and in his belly button, ugh. So including funny. all the major crevices. That's gross to think about that he's like seven or eight years old and has <laughs> never done that. Um, he's so cute. Facing his problems head on. I love that line. This is my home, and I'm gonna defend it. <laughs> When we were going through all the flea stuff recently, I wrote down, I think it's in this Operation. one. Uh, I think it's in this one somewhere. Uh, I just wrote, sometimes it's just helpful to write down what's, yeah, here we go. I, I wrote down battle plan, Operation Ho Ho Ho, which is a combination <laughs> of both of his plans. Yeah. And then I wrote down AKA the Great Flea War of 2018. And just like, I need to call this person. I need to do this. I need to do this. Posted it on Facebook. You uh -huh. posted that GIF of him like, this is yeah. my home. I'm going to defend it. I just, that's like my favorite line of the whole thing. Cause I'm like, yeah, let's just do it. <laughs> um, and so I, I do kind of feel like some of this stuff, like grooming and the importance of family, is stuff that like his parents were probably teaching him. Yeah. But I think that this is the point where it set in for mm -hmm. him. And what I really liked, and this is like what I what I put together from this whole thing that I never realized before, is that what how you think this movie is going to end is that the robbers are coming at him. And he's doing a good job of holding his own, but he's not going to make it, right? Yeah. Because he needs his family. And that his family is going to come in at the last minute and save him. That doesn't happen. Now, the old man does, yeah. granted. But he gets through three days, was it? I think it was two or three days, something like that. But yeah. he gets through this whole time without his family. He doesn't burn the house down like Buzz says. He, do he f manages to feed himself. Which is something his parents and didn't manage. And he was stressing about packing his suitcase because he couldn't do it. And he was it, so stressed before about the... But can, now he's doing all yeah, this stuff. Yeah. And But yet he did it without his family. Mm -hmm. And so what you expect is that he gets himself in a jam and he goes, I need my family. I can't yeah. exist without them. But that's not the case. He realizes that he's independent and that he can survive, but... He just misses his family anyway. Yeah. So he wants his family back just because they're his family, not because he particularly needs Buzz in his life or he particularly needs his parents to take care of him because he's proven he can do all this himself. Yeah. He's like grown up essentially. So he no longer needs his parents, but he still misses them. Mm -hmm. And you kind of expect them to to kind of get a little preachy there and be like, you can't, you children can't exist without your parents, but they don't. They mm -hmm. say, you're going to grow up. And you're going to get to the point where you don't need your parents. You don't need them, but you still want to be around them. Like you still love them. Like you still miss them. If if something were to happen, 
you still want them to be there. And I think that's the whole story of of that, of him like growing up through that and realizing family isn't about what they give you or yeah. or even even how they treat you because they can treat you like crap and you can still miss them because he still missed Buzz. He still mm-hmm. missed all his brothers and sisters. He missed his mom and dad, especially his mom, even though she didn't handle all the situations right. Yeah. And that's very forgiving, I yeah. think. I think that's very like... I think that's really somebody who was it the John Candy guy he he was saying oh kids you know they'll they'll get over it they're really resilient mm-hmm. after they don't talk for 6 or 7 weeks but uh he's like they're really resilient and I'm like I think that's true I think people are really resilient and they'll get through stuff but that doesn't mean that they don't need people you know mm-hmm. but I think that's more what he learned from it or what I learned from it. <laughs> and also, Christmas is no time to travel. Stay home. That's what I wrote on the last page. Seriously, I'm actually kind of serious about that. It's like, that's probably the worst time to pick to travel because yeah. everybody else is doing it. And I just feel like what what finally happened at the end is he missed them. They showed back up and they just had Christmas at home. Just the, just the five of them. Mm-hmm. Just their family. They just, and so if they would have just said, you know what, we're going to have Christmas. At home. And if they didn't learn the lesson for the second movie, no. they should have just said, you know what, guys, on Christmas, we're just, just not traveling. We're not doing it. And why would you Why would you go to Florida? We have, we have a lot to talk about for the second yeah. movie. But that might be a next year thing. Why would you go to Uncle, or why would you go to Florida with Uncle Frank? Why would you go to Florida? Disney World? Just Florida. Yeah, I guess. Universal but especially Studios, for Harry Potter World. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I would. What I would do is I would on Christmas morning let you open a box that says, "Yeah, in a week, I'm taking you." Yeah, yeah, or in like this summer, I'm taking you to Disney World, and like, yeah, well, let's is all get excited about it. No, sorry, that would have been a cool way to tell you though, like live on the <laughs> podcast. That's what's in that box. <laughs> We're going to Disney World. No, sorry. Um, but anyway, that's just me. Um. I said Christmas was exactly, and then Christmas was exactly what it should have been, just family. Yeah. The end. The end. So, we're not parents yet. John Williams. You should have just. Did kept you realize it going. that when the robber is driving behind him, he's whistling uh, that tune? The robber is driving. Behind Remember him. when he uh, steals the thing and he almost hits? He's like, "I'm a criminal," and he walks out in front of the van, and they're like, "Let's uh, follow him because he looked at me mm-hmm. funny." He's whistling the one like of the when they're looking tunes. away, like yeah. when he looks back. And he's oh. like, "I didn't notice that." Yeah, yeah. He's whistling one of the tunes. I'm not sure if it's that, hmm. but it is. One There's of the so many things in that movie. movie you don't notice. I know. So many I love things. That movie so much. <laughs> I like how I came to this conclusion about this movie, which I'm sure is not an original conclusion, without them having to tell me that that's what. Yeah. Like they didn't sit down and explain, now, Kevin, Christmas is about family and we shouldn't travel. You know, like it was we just like. Travel. And, and they didn't say, like, look how much you've grown up. It was all just like implied. They were surprised. They told. They're like, you did laundry? It's you the, went to the store and got right. milk and bread? Well, it's the age-old old philosophy of film is show, don't tell. Yeah. So if they had to sit down at the end of the movie and say, okay, so here's the lesson we learned, everyone, then it's not a good movie because they didn't show you. Otherwise, they could have just written a book if they wanted to tell you. But mm-hmm. it was good. Actually, it was so weird to... I've seen that movie so many times, not as many times as you, but it was so weird to me... Has to, anybody seen that movie as many times as me? I don't know. You might. You should have kept track because it's got to oh, be a record. I'm embarrassed. How much um, I've watched don't it. Don't be embarrassed. It's a good movie. Um, I think you've probably watched it more than I've watched Star Wars at this point. It's got to be getting close. Maybe, maybe not all of the films combined. But if I picked like one of the films, yeah, you've probably watched Home Alone more than I've watched that particular film. Like if I picked A New Hope, you've probably yeah. watched that more. Probably. But. I don't remember what I was just saying, but that's fine because this is probably long enough. So um, I think it would be kind of cool to do something similar to this every year. Yeah, like maybe pick a different movie. 
well, no, maybe like this, as we, especially if we get a kid, if we get one. A child. When we get one. it's not, We're not getting a baby goat. When we purchase a kid. Um, no. Gosh. When, when our home, when our family is complete. No, we're complete when now. Our fam- when our family when we, is built. No. When our, when we what's get the proper a, when language? When we have a child. When, when we, we get, get a child. When we get it. That's what I said. You said when I get a kid. Oh, uh, well. Kid, it's child. a child, not a I'm going to be calling him kid, just no. like Han Solo. I will be like, hey, kid. Good kid. Good shot, kid. That was one in a million. That's what I'm going to say to him. Uh, what was I even saying? Call our kid a big deal. When like, we get a kid, when no, we get our child, child, when our child arrives at our home, when we bring our child home. I kind of want to revisit. I mean, like next year we could do Home Alone 2 probably because yeah. even if we have a baby at that point, probably not going to learn a whole lot yeah. about this stage of life. So, but especially when they get to that age, it'd be really cool to go back and be like, do we still feel I the same way? I might be scared. Do we feel I the same be way like, about oh my gosh, I'm Kate McAllister. Yeah. So let's just do big old disclaimer here that we're currently not parents. And if you disagree with anything we say here, don't worry. We'll learn. Yeah. And we'll be like, hey, we'll and be the first ones be, to say, hey. We're not going to be naive. I'm afraid people are going to be like, oh, just wait. I hate it when people say that. Oh, yeah. Me. Don't say that. Like, oh, those kids are back talking. Oh, just wait. No, no. Kids are, kids are. I am you know. naive because I'm not one yet. Right. But I'm not naive enough to think that they are going to get away with everything. Right. Sorry. Right. I hate when not people do sorry. that. Not sorry. I hate when people assume that your experience is going to be the exact same as theirs. Yeah. Because there was a there was a guy at work who recently had a baby and um he didn't his wife did obviously <laughs> but you know he was involved. Um I don't need to tell you how yeah, that okay, works. Go. Uh <laughs> but they had their baby and everyone was like, "Oh, he was about to go on parental leave and they're like, "Get ready for sleepless nights." And yeah. blah, blah, blah. and so he comes back like 6 weeks later and he's fine. Like yeah. he, everything's great. And they're like, "So, how was it not getting any sleep?" And he's like, "I got plenty of sleep. Like I slept all like the baby's been sleeping all night." And they're just like, "What? No, that's not fair." And it's like everyone wants you to be Suffer. miserable with <laughs> yeah. yeah. They want you to be miserable with them. And if you aren't, then they're just like offended or something. And then they just, they want to tell you like, well, wait for your your second one will be yeah. the one that gives you problems. Then. And it's like, not everyone's experience. Like, this is my second one. <laughs> not everyone's experience is going to be like yours. Yeah. It's just not. And I hate it when it's like, I talk about like things that I would discipline for. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, just wait. Yeah. Like, no, I will. I, I know that if my kid calls me a dummy, <laughs> they're going to have... We're gonna Discipline, have yeah. Yep, yep. Like, I don't even want them calling their siblings that. No. Especially their parents. So the best piece of advice I have ever received about kids, and we'll end with this. Okay, because these headphones are very Okay, it was one of my coworkers, and we were talking about kids, and she's got two kids, I think. And she was saying, I was like, well, what if you, what about this? And she's like, you know what? I don't really give people a lot of advice on that. Yeah. And I'm like, why is that? And she said, because every kid's different. Your experience can be completely different. She's like, just go with it. Just mm-hmm. your kid is going to be your kid, and I can't tell you how they're going to react to X or Y. You're just going to have to figure it out just like the rest of us did. And part of you is like scared by that. Like, yeah. uh-oh. But then another part is like, well, then, you know, we're just. Well, that makes sense. We're though. exactly where everybody else was mm-hmm. at this point. Nobody knows. They might read more books than we do about like. You know, the actual bringing up of a child, but they're going to be surprised by things just like we're surprised yeah. by things. And we'll just have to learn. And maybe one day we'll come back in and say, Kevin McAllister's mom, what's her name? Kate. Kate McAllister. We're sorry. We left our child home alone <laughs> no. for three days at Christmas time. So we get you now. Did I ever tell you the story about how I was yes. left alone? I don't think I've ever told the podcast. Though. Okay. So you need some it, more comfortable. I wasn't left alone. I'm sorry. This is how I'll end it. I wasn't left alone. I was at my grandma and grandpa's house in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and everybody was going somewhere. And I, I guess I'd have to get my mom to tell me or my dad if any of them remember, because um, it was a long time ago to tell me exactly like how it happened. But I guess I just assumed I was there, and they went off, and I was in the bathroom for far too long. <laughs> I guess. 
Hey. Um, <laughs> I was in the bathroom and I come out and it's only my grandma and grandpa there. And I'm like, where'd they go? Where is everybody? And they're like, oh, <laughs> they left. And I think this might have been before cell phones. Maybe my dad yeah. had one of the old like cell yeah. phones. So he may have had one at that point. But I just remember going outside and sitting. They had a little swing, Aww. a little swing thing. And I just sat there and swung on the swing. So and they eventually it, in my mind it seemed like a long time but i don't think it yeah. was a long time and they showed up and they took me back and i don't remember exactly like what probably like aaron this is what you get for not being in or for being in the bathroom so long. i remember sitting there on that swing <laughs> feeling bad but also feeling a little like you know when you feel vindicated when you feel like you've been <laughs> When you feel like you've been wronged and you kind of <laughs> like it, like you're kind of like these jerks left. Like, yeah, you feel vindicated for like, you just, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I, I still remember that feeling of being like, this, this is, is so why. stupid. This is so stupid, but I love it. Like, I love that they're going to have to come back and they're be gonna like, have to grovel. be like, oh my gosh, we forgot you. And I don't remember if they were like, Oh, it's all your fault. Because it was probably, I mean, I was in the bathroom. Like, I probably should have known they were leaving. Like, whatever. But, yeah, like, vindicated almost. Like, (laughs) so maybe that's kind of what Kevin felt like. Where he was like. You've lived some life in that five minutes that it took for them to come back and get you. (laughs) I I felt sad that they left me. But kind of (laughs) glad at the same time that I was, you know, kind of like. I don't know the word I'm looking for. But yeah, vindicated, something like that. Just kind of like playing the victim. Like yeah. when you play the victim, when you're like, they forgot me and it kind of feels a little <laughs> bit good. That's what it was like. Okay, we should stop. Okay. Don't worry, mom and dad. It's fine. He's it's not gonna, scarred. I'm not scarred at all. I don't think about it every, every time, time I, I leave, watch he's like, are you coming back? <laughs> <laughs> I knew they would come back. It's like I'm at my grandparents' house. They know where I am. Like- They'll yeah. figure it out yeah. sooner or later. And with eight kids, I am surprised that they didn't yeah. do it more. So good, At least they good didn't on leave you, you in the funeral home. None of this would have happened in my house. Yeah. Uh-uh. Even with eight kids, like, no. Like, there would have been eyes on that no, or kid. like a well-oiled machine. That was the only time I can think of where it didn't, and it was probably mostly my fault. Yeah. Because I had stomach issues. <laughs> All right. Um, that's where we'll leave this. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you um, for listening. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We should record another one that talks about like our Christmas traditions. So we might on like Christmas Eve. And so I might put it on both channels. The Because okay. We're Dorks plus this one. Because I told Caleb we'd do one for Because We're Dorks. But I think we might do one all together. Okay. Either either Christmas Eve or at some point. You might be busy Christmas Eve though. Yeah. Maybe our Christmas Eve. Yeah. You and I can yeah, sit yeah, down. Because yeah, yeah. we're doing. Well, we'll talk about all our yeah. traditions and stuff. Just me and you. So, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas, but you'll probably get another episode from us before yeah. Before that. So, um, any particular way you want to end this one? I feel like I've ended it the last couple of times, so you can come up with something this time. Bye. Cool. <laughs>